There it is. I'm not doing a bit. Oh, okay then. I was waiting for it. Uh, hello, hello. I'm Elephant Bear, also known as Elliot. Uh, this is one shot, one on one RPG. Although, again, these are technically shifting into two shots. I'm the, your humble, okay, the world's okayest dungeon master, as always with my co host, uh, Tony from Two Copper Pieces, also known as uh, Rogo Rogesman. It is pretty uh, serviceable name for a character I'm going to continue to use, so I'm sticking ah, with it. Ah, posh, Poshman. Wasn't a very good name at all. Now you're Rogo Rogerman. Yeah, it was a terrible name for, for Rogo Rogesman because he's not popular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just before we start, a little bit of housekeeping. Please do uh, like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, if you can comment, then please comment. Uh, if you can tell people about it, please tell people about it. Oh, I was listening to a podcast. They're doing that Keys from the Vault, that Golden Vault. That would be quite useful because you're going to run that soon and you want to know what, what what it entails. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, am I doing a listener question now or are we doing a big talk question? No, big big talk first, then listener question. Uh, apologies. What, as the big talk question here, Tony, what is the furthest you've ever been from home? Um, I've been to three other continents, um, although I guess when I went to China, I went to live there. So I guess I kind of had a home there. Uh, I don't know if that counts, but I guess from my... from <laughs> my <laughs> Loopholes in the question. Yeah, from where, from where I had lived previously, that was quite far to go. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. I don't know the actual distance. I know that it took uh, about eight hours to fly to Beijing and about thirteen hours to fly to Changsha uh, from London. But that was that included a stopover in Hong Kong. But then it was like Hong Kong was even further than Changsha, and then we went back the other way a little bit. <laughs> so uh, there's that. I uh, also been to Colorado, which is also a great distance from my home, but I couldn't tell you the mileage. <laughs> How about you? I have been to the sunny upside down region of Australia, which I know some of our listeners are from. Hello out there. Down yeah. under. <laughs> Good day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I went there once for a friend of mine's wedding. He was marrying a lovely Australian lass and has since emigrated out to you. Sheila. Uh, apologies. Yeah. Apologies. You got one more drongo. <laughs> so that's right. I don't know what a drongo is. <laughs> Um, Rock bingo. There you go. Uh, so I don't remember what the furthest point north or, or furthest point away from the UK was, London. But I, I'm going to guess Canberra because that's the only city I can specifically remember the the name of, except for Byron's Bay. Mm. Is that where Byron's Burgers originate from? You know what? You'd think so. So yes. Mm. Let's uh, let's just take that for granted. <laughs> yeah. Just as like the rest of Australia. So we have a listener question from Meredith at Scattered Terrain, familiar name. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sa- uh, asked the following question. She says, dear uh, on one one RPG, and she spells one W-O-N-W-O-N, which <laughs> bothers you more? <laughs> someone misspelling your name or someone calling you the wrong name entirely? What do you think about that question? Topical, seeing as how uh, when I asked for listener questions uh, about this episode, I spelt your character's name wrong. Mm. Yeah, something about Rouge Rougeman. Yeah, indeed. He doesn't use Rouge at all. Is that inspiration for me? Oh, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Didn't even catch it. You got you got to be on the ball here, Tony. I'm going to let a lot <laughs> of those slide. Oh, good. You're usually quite stingy with them. That's <laughs> true. I am. And also <laughs> just a little caveat on the rules, because Tony's playing solo. 
any critical hits I get on him will be reverted to normal hits. Oh, that's kind of you. Well, absolutely. Then expect Until me to return the favor. <laughs> they start adding up. Oh, no, don't worry. You're, I'll, I'll be much tougher than you will be. Don't worry. Ah, oh, good. Yeah, because uh, rogue are rogues, man, not very tough. But, uh, yeah, uh, what are we doing? Am I telling people what happened last time, or are we just going to not bother? Because this is a new thing. Give is... people a quick rundown, uh, just on Rogar Rogesman's backstory. Ah, well, Rogar Rogesman um, is uh, working for the Hunter Huntsman uh, agent, uh, Adventurers Agency. Uh, they He tried to steal something that belonged to him back from the Hunter Huntsman Adventurers Agency. They were so, even though he was unsuccessful, they were still impressed with how far he managed to get that they said uh, he could pay off his debt to them by uh, doing quests for them. And every time he completes a quest, he halves the amount of um, debt he owes, whatever the remaining debt happens to be. Uh, so he thought, well, that sounds like a good deal. I'll be done in no time. And uh, about a thousand quests in, he's uh, <laughs> still plugging away. <laughs> I don't know what the other 999 quests were. But, um, <laughs> Last time he managed to get, well, he thinks he got three quarters off of his, <laughs> whatever his remaining time was. <laughs> because the random, uh, the person that delivered the quest to him said, yeah, whatever, it's three quarters this time. Good luck. Um, and he uh, uh, had to boost a item from the museum uh, nearby, wherever that was. It was an egg, or it was a my Eldritch, Eldritch Horror Egg, was it? Yep. Some sort of stone. Uh, he managed to do it and get it back to the person telling him about it just in time. Uh, but he didn't do it. He didn't go the best way about it. And uh, he needed the DM to keep him alive and, and give him another chance, basically, to do so. It was all very embarrassing. Well, excellent. Excellent work all round. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this adventure starts with your rogue, uh, Rogar. He's out shopping. He's doing his uh, his daily shop. He's got himself a, a basket full of groceries, a, a French stick, uh, some fruits and vegetables in there. He does that um, from, I can't remember what film it out. He does a Mr. Nanny thing. He squeezes uh, some melons uh, to see if they're ripe, but he, he's so strong, he just squashes them, except he's <laughs> not that strong because he's not. <laughs> the Hulk <laughs> Hogan movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> he tests out the melon and uh going shopping and uh <laughs> for some reason he doesn't know about this and someone t um he sees someone else test out a melon and sees they give it a squeeze he just crushes it in his hand and it bursts and goes everywhere <laughs> that's what roger rogesman does <laughs> he's not that strong so he just squashed an unripe melon and it went everywhere or ripe melon overripe melon i should say okay uh <laughs> One of the he doesn't purchase that melon. To be <laughs> no, no. One of the staff at the shop comes over and starts tidying up. Uh, they bring the mop over and uh, a cloth and start just wiping down all available surfaces that now are covered in melon. Mm, they should. Uh, <laughs> uh, just I'm as a... they're doing this, they suddenly stop, look at you for a second, and go, <laughs> "Greetings, operative. An ally of the Golden Vault named Verity Kai had her life savings stolen from her by a devious gambling partner." We found an opportunity to right this wrong. This quest, should you choose to undertake it, requires you to infiltrate the Afterlife Casino and steal a statuette and a sum of money. Meet with Verity at the Brian Widow Tavern and to learn more details. Good luck, operatives. Oh, Verity sorry Kai. about that, sir. I don't, I don't know what happens. Well, you sneezed. Are you okay? Uh, I must be allergic to melon. I don't know. Mm. 
perhaps you should uh, go home, have a rest, and don't don't uh, infect me with your germs. Okay, I I might just do that, sir. Thank thank you very much. Pushes the uh, bucket now full of melon away and back out to the back. Verity mm. Kai at that tavern that they said. And the Brian Widow. Brian Widow, I believe it was. <laughs> do I know where that is? I asked myself as I plumb through the roll of X in my brain. <laughs> you reply back to yourself. Ah, yes, I do. It's over in the uh, in the upper class district. <laughs> hmm. Seems like a job for posher poshermen. You immediately slip into your alter ego. Do you do you change your your duds, your clothes, or do you stick in your normal attire? No. <laughs> if I still have uh, the posh clothes that I had from before, I will <laughs> I will go and put them on. The ones that I stole from someone. <laughs> Absolutely. Did I steal them or did she give them? She gave that. Um, she gave them to you. If it me. makes you feel better, you can say you stole them. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> that woman's never getting these back. I'm a master thief. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'll find somewhere discreet to get changed into them. Okay. You make your way to the uh, Brian Widow. Yeah, um, I head into Brian Widow and I uh, do. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I push my way through the door and I look around and I also go <clears throat> in a very um, conspicuous fashion. Uh, the bartender looks over at you. Uh, this is a well-to-do bartender. It's not like one of your usual spit in a glass and clean it while giving you the stink eye. Uh, mm. this, this is a upper-class gentleman. He sees you wearing the attire and he uh, makes his way over to you. Oh, greetings, sir. Um, how may I help you today? Would you like a table? Are you meeting someone? Yes. Yes, I am. A lucky lady. And I wink. Well, very well. Good luck to you, sir. Is there a Verity Kai here? Ah, Yes, indeed. Uh, he gesticulates towards the uh, back room. Ah, nice. uh, here she has been waiting for you. Uh, she got here uh, about this past hour, so not long. Fabulous. I uh, I nod at him and I mince my way over to the back room. I don't. I uh, I'm trying to do the poshest walk I can, but it looks more like um, I don't know, like a, a strange strut. Okay. Rick Ric Flair esque, maybe. Do you look over your shoulder to see his uh, what he his reaction, or do you just keep going? No, no, I just keep going. Oh, it's like an explosion. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> uh, you head into the back room in the Brian Widow. It's well appointed with polished wood table, paintings of local landscapes and wrought iron lanterns. <laughs> Platters on the table are piled with food and a pot of tea steams in the centre of the table. The tiefling before you has red skin cobalt blue eyes and curly white hair she wears in long twists black horns rise from her forehead in tight spirals thank you for coming to accepting my invitation i'm verity kai and what i'm about to discuss with you requires the utmost secrecy i can't stress to you enough how important it is that you speak nothing of what you hear within these four sorry right <laughs> say that are you are you the hunter huntsman <laughs> adventures agency um representative yes. <laughs> I, I said, why? I, I, I keep my voice out. Yes, it is I, Hunter Huntsman. No, I'm Posher Poshman. No, I'm Roger Rhodesman. Sorry. Now I remember who I am. And then I wink at her. I sit down. Ding, and I stand ding. up and thinking, oh, wait. And I go to take her hand because I think I should like kiss it. Okay. She offers you her hand. And I kiss it. Thank you for accepting my invitation. And then I, I wait. Uh, and I sit down. Verity care. 
behind you, you hear the door click closed. Uh, is, it, but, hmm? is, is this a trap? No, it's a private room for speaking to people. Oh, oh yes, of course. I and know when I'm, these sorts of rooms as a posh, posh, posher man. And what I'm about to discuss with you requires the utmost secrecy. I can't stress to you enough how important it is that you speak nothing of what you hear within these four walls. So I should only speak of this outside of these four walls. No, speak nothing of what you hear within these four walls, but don't speak about them anywhere. You'll hear it within these four walls, but don't talk about it anywhere. So I should keep stum and just listen to you. Correct. Gotcha. The Afterlife Casino is a new Nan Hales-themed attraction just outside of town. The owner, Quentin Targopocket, built it using prize money he stole from me, and I'd like you to give him hell. He's hosting a tournament there. I want you to steal the Aranya statuette he plans to award as a prize, embarrassing him in front of the big names of the tournament. I also want you to steal back the 5,000 gold pieces he stole from me. Bring the statuette and the gold here, where I'll be waiting for you. Anything else you take from that vault is yours. Now, I, I know you said I shouldn't talk about it, but can I just ask some quick questions to clarify what you said? I was hoping you would, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, so the, the man's name is Quentin Togglepocket. Absolutely. He's a gnome. And uh, he is, is at a casino. Um, what's, what's the casino called? The Afterlife. The Afterlife. Mm -hmm. And he took... Wait, what did he take from you? 5,000 gold pieces. Oh, I see. That's a lot of gold pieces. No, oh, absolutely. I was... I am one of the best Dragon Ante players <laughs> in the world. Oh, you, you lost it to him playing Dragon Ante? No. He stole it from me. <laughs> we were partners working together. We were going to open up a casino together. But just when we had had enough... Got all the money together, he... Filched it from me one evening and did a runner, leaving me in the lurch. He filched 5,000 gold pieces from you. Did he have a, a bag of holding or something like that? He must have done. Oh, he has, he's not that strong, so there's no way for him to have... Uh, we had a, a, a vault in a bank. We could only get in there together. Somehow he got in there without me. And by the time I got back there the next morning, the entire vault was cleared out. How do you think he got in there without you? I think... That uh, the nine hairs isn't just uh, affection that he puts on. I think he's made a deal with the devil. Oh, I see. Asmodeus? Possibly. It's really rich coming from me, I know, but uh, trust me. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to judge. But uh, so think he made a deal with the devil to get into the, the vault. How what, how secure was the vault? Why why would it require both of you? It, was it you both have a key, or was it like your presence there that made the difference? Just, just the presence there. We both had to turn up, announce ourselves to the staff before we'd be let in to see the security deposit. Oh room. oh, I see. So actually, he could have gotten in there in any number of ways. Yeah, of course. At the time, I trusted him, so it wasn't an issue. Now I realise that was a mistake. Mm. And now. Clearly. Okay. And you, you wish for me to recoup the 5,000 gold pieces and I can take anything else? And steal the statuette. Oh, steal the statuette. What does the statuette look like? It is a small statuette, about a foot in hat. It is a golden demon with feathery wings holding a red gem. Mm. And did you paint it or did he? 
No, it's actually solid gold. Oh, I see. It's actually a golden demon. And how did you get the golden demon? Did you... I didn't get the golden demon. This is something he has procured himself as a prize for his dragon antic tournament. Ah. Grand Mineras Invitational. I thought you were the best at the dragon ante. I am. But he won. What? No, he didn't win. He he stole it from me. Oh, he stole that as well. He has paid to get the statue made as a prize for his own tournament. I've never been in the Invitational. Oh, okay. Wouldn't it be more satisfying if you won it? No. No, I don't think it would be. Guess. I think it'd be more satisfying to see his embarrassed face when he tries to give the, the statuette as a prize and finds it is no longer in his possession. Ah, okay. Yes, that would embarrass him. Would certainly prove his casino isn't up to snuff in security sense. Mm. Yes, okay. Sounds like a... I think I understand. So, um, I, so this casino, uh, the, the afterlife, and then I uh, think to myself, if I know where it isn't. <laughs> Have I heard of it before? It's a few. Yeah, it's um, you've seen the, the notifications about it's not that new. Uh, sorry, it's quite new. It's not that old. Uh, they had a grand opening a few weeks ago. And this was their first big event after the grand opening, this tournament. So this 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 casino, the afterlife, this is the one that opened a few weeks ago. That is correct. Yes. Yes, I've seen stuff about it. And this is going to be the first big event to draw draw people in. Is that right? Correct. That's why it's important to embarrass him now at the start. Once a casino's reputation is soiled, it is impossible to get clean. Mm. Like, uh, no, I'm not going to share that detail with you. Um, but yes. <laughs> yes. Man of mystery. I love it. <laughs> um, so, well, uh, is there anything else you can tell me? Yes, I can. Go ahead. I'm thinking. Oh, Bear sorry. with me. Please Sorry. enjoy some of the tea or refreshments while I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, yes, I will. Uh, j- I may do this rather loudly, just so the listener knows what's going on. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Uh, can you see that? <laughs> oh. She slides uh, yeah. a, a map, a cru- uh, once more a crudely drawn map over to you. <laughs> so what a what an excellent map! I say uh, with like too much praise. Uh, thank you. I paid uh, the architect uh, under the table to get me a, uh, to just, unfortunately, he wouldn't. I look uh, under the table immediately. Do I see, see an architect? You do not see an architect, but you do see a very uh, shiny pair of red legs. <laughs> Are you a rad there, Mr. Uh, Roguesman? No, I was looking for the architect. Oh, nothing under there but my, my twin legs. <laughs> now, if we may get back to it. Yes, you paid the architect under the table. There's no longer there. He wouldn't get me. Uh, wouldn't get me an actual map. So, uh, but he would. Allow, he would describe it to me, and I jotted down what he said. You paid for this. You paid for this description. You had to do the work yourself. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. Right. Well, yes. I can see there's a circus, and uh, there's a big games area. Is that? Is this a river that runs through it? Yes, indeed. The uh, the whole thing is in an underground cavern. Uh, the only entrance is the docks on the southern side. The north just leads to a waterfall and uh, empties out 150 feet into a, a lake below. And is that where the uh, the people that run out of money uh, get sent? I wouldn't put anything past Target Pocket. Mm. Do his pockets have toggles? 
Yes. What a clip. I, I was the one who nicknamed him Targo Pocket. Oh, that's not his surname. That is a typical. So, that does sound very gnomish, though, doesn't it? It is. That's why he adapted it as his own surname. Ah, fair enough. Well, uh, what else do you want to tell me about this uh, this map? You see, there are dotted around the map. There are those red uh, lands with the dark lands coming out of them. Yes, I, I assume they're security mirrors. That is exactly what they are. <laughs> um, you are an expert at this, Mister Mister Rogueson. I'm glad to be working with you, Rogueson. I Rogues hate when people mispronounce my name. Oh, apologies. How would you spell it, by the way? <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I bet not. Anyway, they are two-way security mirrors that feed into the security room. They, uh, the, it is manned 24 hours, and they will be able to see through any of the mirrors. So take care when you're underneath them. Hmm. Do you know the range on these mirrors? I believe they can see all the way, as far oh. as you or I. I see. So, um, if so, so I so I may want at times to get get some cover from those mirrors. And uh, what about uh, these blue lines? Uh, are they doors that require an employee-only uh, key card? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yes. Ah, just what I thought, because it says so on the map. It's ah, a good key, I must say. That's why I wrote it on. Yes, you've thought of everything, haven't you? Absolutely. Uh, so the tournament itself is happening in the northwest corner, northeast corner of the map. Is that the, the portion marked tournament? It is, yeah. I'm saying out loud for anyone who may be listening to our conversation. <laughs> gotcha. And over on the western side of the map is the employee-only area. You can see I have marked the void with a special key. In the employee lounge? No, it is the double, double money sign. Uh, I cannot see it. <laughs> it is just above the circus prep area. Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, I thought that was uh, a, a couple of stick people. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> I see it I, now. I'm and... the first to admit I'm not an artist. <laughs> I thought it was a couple of blokes. Or <laughs> perhaps a couple hang of... Hang that in a room. <laughs> now, those, those rooms have uh, have the security mirrors in them, so... Do you, uh, perhaps I'll, uh, like, do you know if, I mean, I guess you've never been in this place yourself. No, uh, Quentin would uh, recognize me instantly. Have you got your, uh, do you have these security mirrors? Uh, do you have your own casino? No, I do not. I have not the funds to open up my own casino. Someone stole all my money from me a, a, a year ago. Oh, God. And now this has happened as well. Such an unlucky person. Absolutely. Mm. Um. So, uh, do you think... I should do something about the security mirrors before going in through through that way. Perhaps I could find some way to deactivate them or something. I mean, it looks like even to get that way, I'd have to go through the security office. So maybe I'll just do it on the way. Yeah, I mean, I leave it entirely in your expert hands. Oh, but if I verbalize my plan to you, anyone uh, listening for pleasure might uh, in get some enjoyment from it and know what's coming. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, I noticed that there's a, a laundry room. So uh, I think it would be an entirely original idea if I were to hide in some sort of laundry hamper and get pushed into the room that I want to go in or something <laughs> like <laughs> I don't believe that the the uh, uniforms in the laundry room are all that often pushed into the vault, but <laughs> you are the expert in this manner. <laughs> I will say I have a few atoms for you. Oh, uh, splendid. 
the, she slides a, a little tray with three items across the uh, the table to you. The first item is a little brooch in the shape of a smiling devil's face. The second item is a little pouch with uh, where's the uh, with a there we go with a little drawing of a flower, a stitching of a flower upon it. And the third is a little a little clay statuette, not very tall, only as big as your hand. But it is wearing a, a tuxedo jacket and a bow tie. Well, these are very cute. Thank you. I, I say sort of sarcastically. You're welcome. They are, of course, magical. Oh, well, then thank you. I say much more enthusiastically. And I pull them out. So what does this one do? I say about the smiling devil brooch. And I smile at it. And then I smile at her. Uh, if you put it on and tap it twice, you will disguise self as a tiefling. Because <laughs> only Quentin only has tieflings to work at the casino. Ah, I tap my nose. However, it whilst it will make you look like a tiefling, it will not change your attire. So if you want to look like you work there, you will have to find some way to get a uniform yourself. Mm, yes. Perhaps I will uh, ask for a, ask for some sort of beverage and accidentally spill it on a waiter and then uh, follow them into the laundry or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out along the way. And then... Uh, Excellent. What about this, uh, this flower pouch? This flower pouch... It's a, ba- it's a magical item called a bag of holding. I don't know if you've ever seen one before. No, I don't have one of those. Anyway, uh, I want you to put the statuette and my 5,000 gold in this bag and then return it to me. Mm. You can put, if you need, require to, you can put your own stash in there as well. Or if you wish to put your own stash elsewhere, that is fine. But my money and my statuette have to go in that bag. Clear? Yes, clear. And lastly, this little fella is called Pragu. 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 You Pragu. put him on the f- Pragu. You put him on the floor and say his name twice, and he will Pragu. become Pragu. suddenly a giant, uh, not a giant, uh, a large clay golem uh, <laughs> appears in front of you as uh, Pragu expands. <laughs> Pragu, Pragu. He's, that's not how it works. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> He will now follow you unless you give him uh, a command. And unfortunately, he is deaf. So the <laughs> only way to give him a command is to write it on a bit of paper and to put it in his mouth. <laughs> My recommendation is to have a few slips of paper with some commands already written. <laughs> do, you, do you have any paper and, and a quill? She hands, you the, um, she hands you a bit of paper and a quill. <laughs> I uh, I write something on it and uh, put it in its <laughs> put it in its mouth and just gonna type it. To you. Okay, I was gonna say you have to tell me what it is or nothing will happen. I put it in the roll twenty chat. You did. Craig, you stand to his whole height, lift his head up into the air, and then does a circular motion with his hand over his stomach and goes. Mm. I look at her as if to say, "What? It doesn't seem to be working." I write something else. <laughs> and I put it in his mouth. After a second, Pragu lifts his arm up, one finger extended from his mighty fist, and he wiggles it backwards and forwards in Verity's dire- direction as his brow creases. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he doesn't seem to like you very much. 
Verity seems very amused by your antics. <laughs> I put this in the middle. Uh, go back. Frag you looks down at himself and then stands there looking at you. <laughs> I put that in his mouth. Ah, yes. Okay. This time he reverts to his normal statuette size. <laughs> I like Prague you. <laughs> I have also uh, had a, a wizard to help you in case you need it. Uh, oh, uh, I look um, I look rather uh, hurt at the suggestion, but I try to uh, I try to um, pop it off. Like, oh, uh, yes. Mate, well, that that could be useful, I suppose. Uh, just I mean, there might be I might might be more trouble than they're worth. Someone else for me to look after when I'm trying to do the job. But uh, I guess if it's their work experience or something, I, I guess I could show them a thing or two. You don't have to use him if you don't want to. No, no, I'm a good person. I'll I'll do my bit for this uh this this you know student or whatever they are. They are a water elemental called Petrichor. Mm. And he will meet you at the bar. Uh, as, those as say he, I, I don't, hmm? said those students and they're drinking. Absolutely, oh, you will recognize Petrichor, a because he's a water elemental. And B, because he will be wearing a poppy in his lapel. <laughs> also, I say he, I believe Petrichor is non-binary. Oh. But then hey. I don't know if any el- water elemental is binary. So perhaps he's just a he, they, he, they she, whatever. I don't care. I'll ask. I'll ask them. I'm sure he will look for, they will look forward to it. Yeah. yeah. It's good to know. Good to know these things. Get things right. Anyway, that is all the information that I currently have for you. I'm he, him, by the way. Thank you very Perhaps much. I am she, her. I don't care. No wow. joking. Of course I do. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> would it. caution you to be wary of Quentin. He is a snake, but he is a clever snake. Is Quentin a he, him? Yes, he is. He is. <laughs> He's a he, him snake. Gotcha. I wasn't really planning on meeting Quentin, do I? Is that something, do you think, uh, do you think I should avoid meeting him or do you think I should try to meet him, but just out snake him? It's entirely up to you. I don't foresee that you need to speak to Quentin to uh, complete the heist, but you may run into him as he will obviously be present at his casino at this big night. Mm. And if I were to pull some extra pranks on him, you'd appreciate that, right? Absolutely positively. Oh, good. You're not, you're not one of them stiffs. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do everything I can to embarrass him. Everything. I know you will, Shug. She, uh, she strokes your cheek. Well, I, that, I didn't say that was okay. Oh, apologies. I thought they were, I thought we were flirting. No. Oh, pulls her hand back. My mistake. <laughs> Off you go. Not yet. A wink. <laughs> <laughs> I have, uh, procured carriage for you to take you to, uh, the Afterlife Casino. Oh, oh, good. And uh, is what I'm wearing suitable? You are absolutely spiffy. Splendid. Then, uh, unless there's anything else, I shall strut to my carriage. I say good day to you, sir. And good day to you, ma'am. And I, uh, I strut out the door, the same over-the-top strut that looks quite ridiculous. Okay. You, uh, you have a, a short carriage ride, uh, unless you want to do anything before you head out? Um, you want to buy any potions or or anything else before you leave? I uh, don't have much money. 
Uh, I, I will have re... You, you, you did get money from your last heist, by the way, unless you spent it all in the interim. <laughs> I will uh, replenish my uh, my ball bearings. And okay. I will probably have uh, two sets of those and uh, some caltrips and okay. just you know, stupid little tricky things like that. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get a load of grease. I'm going to get a bag of flour. It's all going in my, in my own bag of holding. Oh, okay. I just thought you were walking with it on your belt. <laughs> no, it's all there. All right, I, got, I got it all stashed away. Okay. A brief and uneventful carriage ride happens. Uh, the creak of the wheels, the bump of the road. You're used to it now. With your iron buttocks, you make it in no time. <laughs> all right. There you go. I was going to say, you step out of the carriage into the midday sun uh it has brought you to the mouth of a river just uh by the dock some docks heading into it the river flows into a cave moored up there is a single boat with a, a gentleman with a big black billowy cloak you can't see the face underneath but he has a a gondola stick and is waiting to take people in big sign next to him says afterlife casino nice um so there's a guy with a gondola stick. So he's he's punting people through. Yeah. The casino is he? Um, you you believe so? Um. As, yeah. Get up. Get out the carriage. Say thank you, driver. And uh, then when I see the gondola person, I uh, sort of shake my head at them and point my thumb towards the driver. So that guy, the most boring person I've ever met. Tried to make. I tried to make small talk jokes all the way. Had none of it. He's just focused on his job. Didn't even give me a smirk. Uh, you cannot see this person's face underneath the cowl of the, the heavy hooded robe. <laughs> you, however, you're brimming with personality. Let's go. <laughs> he points the, the well. The person points to the to the empty seat on the on the the boat. <laughs> I say after you. I'm just kidding. And I get on the boat. <laughs> okay. Uh, as soon as you get on, you get on the boat, he starts ferrying you uh, through the river. Uh, and I, I assume he doesn't really give you much reaction. He doesn't give you any reaction. Yeah. Um, so, so, so uh, what does he look like? Can I see anything of, of him other than a shroud? Like, is he, has he got bony hands? Or uh, he is wearing uh, black gloves. Uh, it appears great pains have been taken to mask him from from a cautionary ex- inspection. If you wish to roll a, a perception or an investigation check, I would I would allow you to say, see if you can delve deeper. Yeah, let's do that. There uh, it is. Got a nine. <laughs> but I'm going to use my inspiration. Can I have a Ooh. twenty-two, please. Oh wow! All right. Uh, yes, uh, this person. Uh, Whilst the boat uh, sways back and forth, uh, you do catch a quick glimpse up his hood to see a tiefling, uh, a skinny tiefling uh, teenager. He, he can't be that old. Uh, you, you suspect, uh, you, you see a bit of acne, you suspect he might even have a squeaky voice if pushed to talk. But part of his guise is to act as the... Ferrier, the river. You know that you've just you're passing through is called the River Styx, and he's ushering you into a casino called the Afterlife. You, with your twenty-two, you can you can suspect what the showmanship of uh, a black uh, black-robed figure uh, ferrying you through the River Styx is supposed to represent. Mm. It's all a bit on the nose, isn't it? I say to him. He he makes no reaction. He continues uh, punting you along. Uh, light fog. 
with your 22 perception your 22 perception you can see fog machine uh in uh, hidden about the side of the cave giving the illusion of uh mystery mystery and mystique i can see the machines this is so tacky <laughs> what do you th- like, i don't blame you man you gotta you gotta make money somehow you gotta make gotta make bank i assume that you're doing this to put yourself through some sort of college or something i wait for him to answer me <laughs> you hear a, a squeak higher under the hood but he makes no <laughs> makes no uh, attempt to actually interact with you uh he slowly uh, pulls up into the the grand hall of the casino let me switch you over to the correct map now <laughs> you are greeted by two casino uh, employees uh, as they help people off of their boats do they are they dressed in the same way as the no, these people are dressed in uh, red waistcoats, white shirt, red bow tie, and black trousers. Uh, they yeah. are wearing they are wearing masks upon their face uh, that look like a smiling devil, but you can tell that they are tiefling, still tieflings underneath. It seems a bit on the nose to you, but you know, it's... <laughs> don't you find that a bit offensive? I say to them. Well, what do you mean, sir? Everything's fun and games at the afterlife. <laughs> Uh, they also the one next to you just <clears throat> taps the sign and you see he stood by a sign that says rules in the afterlife one stay out of the river sticks two don't cheat cheaters never prosper three don't accost or threaten other patrons or the staff four keep your weapons hidden or sheathed at all times five only employees may pass through green trimmed doors and five six sorry win 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 mm. I like these rules. Thank you, sir. Did you make them? I did not. Uh, Mr. Mr. Togglepocket made them. Yeah, I presume so. Here is your chit for one free drink at the bar. Thank you very much. And if you require any tokens, there are some slot machines that uh, take copper pieces and some gold pieces. Uh, <laughs> but if you require any actual tokens... Uh, feel free to pop to the cashiers over yonder. She points to the the two gentlemen stood by um, tables over in the bottom left of the map, and they will happily trade it, change up your money for tokens. Splendid. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I I look for a name tag. Does he have a name tag? Yes, it's Clyde. Ah, thank you very much, Clyde. And uh, I take out uh, two gold pieces and put it in his top pocket. Did you give two gold pieces to the person you were talking to there, or for the barrier? No, I uh, say I really appreciate uh, the verbose response. Thank you, Clive. Uh, Clive, Clive, whatever. If it's Clive, I say Clive. If it's Clive, I say Clive. And then I look over at the farrier. Farrier pulls away with her comments and starts uh, punting back to the uh, to the front uh, to the mouth of the uh, cave to usher more people in. So believe the rudeness of that guy. He didn't talk to me at all on the way over here. I say to Clive. It is for the ambiance, sir. Uh, Young right. Cedric is just doing his job. Hmm. Yes, well, uh, I didn't like it. But this looks very fun. So uh, I'm going to go and enjoy myself, Clive. Thank you very much, sir. Remember, you're a small slice of heaven here at the Afterlife. You say I'm a small slice of heaven? Absolutely, sir. Me? Yes. Why me? Well, I assume you're a nice guy and you're uh, here to have some fun. Yes, that's true. Are you saying that we're all small slices of heaven? Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's like saying no one is really, isn't it? 
Well, now you're getting a bit uh, metaphysical on me, sir. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, let me go and get my drink, and I might perk up a bit, Clive. Absolutely, sir. Good luck. And may the odds be in your favour tonight. Yes, thank you. Um, where where are the drinks? Uh, the bar area, uh, if you refer to Verity's map. Yeah. Oh, is, I uh, Verity's map discreetly. Ha! Is uh, just up here to the to the north. Spa? Baths? To the left. Oh, oh, oh yeah, big area that says bar. Yeah, that one. <laughs> nice. All right, I go up to the bar area. Uh, to cash in my uh, my chip, but I also want to um, scope out the area, get a sense of um, like where all of the staff are standing, try and spot to see if there are any security that look a bit different to the standard uh, like servers and stuff like that. Yes, you notice uh, several uh, security guards on your way who are wearing uh, just black suits, black sunglasses over their face, their, their eyes. Uh, with short cropped white hair, these guys look like they could uh, they could throw down and come out and good in a tussle. You don't want to be messing with these guys anytime soon. They also tieflings. They are also tieflings. Mm. Uh, oh, there we go. The bar Malboge. Uh There are two separate bars and plenty of plush, comfortable chairs and cushions dotted around for people to enjoy their beverages. The tiefling bartenders serve spirits in a bitter ale called Brimstone Gulp. Uh, they also have a selection of cocktails on the menu. Uh, you, they all have ridiculous names. You look over and you see uh, a list of a few. Sometimes you've got to work a little to ball a lot. Uh, nip slip, demon tied, a, diet tied to a chair in my brain, faux king champ, grow a pear, spelt like the fruit. Uh, you remind me of the babe. <laughs> uh uh, one of the bars you do spot um, uh, a, a, a slightly average size, but skinny. Uh, uh, not water elemental. What are they called? Uh, water Janassi? Janassi. Thank you. Water Janassi. You said elemental earlier. Oh, I meant Janassi. Sorry. Hey, no worries. Um, I would like to go and stand next to the Janassi. And then uh, when without t uh, addressing them directly, uh, would also i would like to order i would just like to say to the bar bartender as soon as they're ready you remind me of the babe uh the bartender pours a fruity looking cocktail out in front of uh the water genasi uh, who has a poppy in their lapel then uh, look at them and say what and what are you having oh this is uh foking champ as Excuse i'm me? to understand it it is vodka mm -hmm. Sherry, aromatized beef stock, and cilantro leaf. Ugh. Do you want something better, then? I'm actually quite taken with it. It's quite earthy. Uh, Petricor's my name. Hold out a hand. I look around and say, Uh, Posha Poshman. And I lean in to Roga Rogesman. Wink. Do we have a, a mutual acquaintance, perchance? Why, we verity well do. Wink. I am pleased to make your your acquaintanceship, uh, Mr. Posh Posher. Yes, and, I, and you. What what was your name again? Sorry, Petricor. Petricor, that's it. Don't worry, we'll get you some good experience today. Good experience. Thank you very much. We'll have you on your I way. Feel I must tell you, I uh, our mutual acquaintance purchased me cheap. I am not very proficient. 
I mean, uh, you didn't really have to say it. And I just sort of look him up and down. I but... know three spells. I know darkness. I know silence. And I know knock. Oh, well, they're all pretty handy. Oh, absolutely. Um, so if you need me, you let me know what you want me to do. And I will do it, sir. Hmm. Okay. Let's come up with some signals. Very well. If I do this, she waves both her hands above her head. It means I need help. No. <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay. I, when I said let's come up with some signals, I meant I would tell you what the signals are for the things I want you to do. Oh. I gesture Sorry, to I'm quite new at this. <laughs> I gesture to uh, one of the tables and chairs that are dotted around. There's some like, sofas and stuff. If there's any free ones. Like, yes, yes. Uh, you make your way over to one of the freer ones to, to uh, here, right yeah. in the middle. Nice. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll like, sit really far forward on my chair so I can speak a bit more quietly. And I'm very aware. Of, I'm trying to be aware of uh, people around me so that I don't uh, give anything away. Um, so, right. Uh, what's a good sign for darkness? What about if I just like I close my fist because that's like the lights going out? Okay, that that'll work. Yeah. And uh, silence. Um, what about if I close my other fist because it's like my mouth closing? Which fist were you closing for darkness? Um, and I just close. I look at both of them. Close. Oh no. Um, I know. What's, what's a better thing for silence? Uh, what about if I stick my fingers in my ears and I look like I'm going lo, 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 but I don't actually say lo, lo, lo. You, you could just put your finger to your lips, maybe, there, or do you want to stick with the lo, lo, lo? No, no, no. That's, uh, I was testing you, and, and that's, uh, that's a good one. Well done. You, you've, got, you've got what it takes, kid. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, okay, finger to the lips, uh, as if I'm going shh, but I might not, you might not hear me go shh, because I might be over there. And I point somewhere far away. She looks over there. Uh, they look over there. Yeah. But if I, uh, but if I put my finger to my lips and then I point somewhere, you gotta, you gotta do the darkness over at the thing I'm pointing at. The silence. Yeah, silence. That's what I mean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she, she pulls a notepad out of her pocket and starts taking notes. <laughs> You're good, kid. Just, I'm not, I'm not going to remember this. <laughs> Passing all the tests. Now, don't do it right now, but mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go sh and point at something, and I want you to tell me what you're going to cast darkness on so we can get, we get our uh, line of sight. Line. <laughs> silence. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, silence. See, you're passing all the tests, kid. Well done. <laughs> With flying colors. <laughs> and I say, I, I put my finger to my lips, and then I point at the, uh, the, the table. The, where they're gambling just just to the south of us okay um she looks at where you're pointing don't cast uh, it <laughs> just uh, tell them. yeah that uh towards uh below us towards the uh towards the minerals yes yes good good and uh i do the shh and i point at the waterfall uh, uh, uh towards the northern river where the the waterfall goes oh good good job and then i go shh and i point at the bar uh, silence at the bar. Excellent. We got this down, Pat. Nice. Now, uh, what did you want to do for knock? Uh, right. Uh, and I, um, I sort of do this sort of swinging. I hold my, I hold one hand up flat, yeah. and then I uh, make a fist with my other hand. Okay. And, and then I whistle as as if my fist is swinging towards my hand. I go as they hit 
What about that? Okay. Yep. Petrichor writes a note down in a, a pad. <laughs> now you might yeah. have to be able to deduce this without the noise. So uh, this time we do it without whistling and making the knock noise. In case I've more... already cast silence. Uh, yes, exactly. Okay. Close my fist. Darkness. No, not right now. No, obviously right now. I was just saying it. I wasn't casting the spell. No. Oh, yes. Uh, so if if we do the, you, the, you, the knock. Yes. Exactly. And uh, I'll point somewhere, <laughs> and then you uh, you knock on that. What does knock do? It opens locks. Uh, opens opens. Op- well, anything really. It opens. Um, but it's it opens things. Misnomer. It's very loud. Oh, um, I see. Oh, try to do it in a, an a, a unpopulated area or maybe somewhere you want to draw attention to. Hmm. Yes, that's an idea. Yes. Can I just say, so far, I am having a lot of fun. This is much so much fun. I've not done anything like this before. This is my first heist. She, uh, they do air quotes as they say don't, heist. Don't say heist when you're on the heist. What if someone oh. is you? Sorry, sorry. So many, so many things to learn. She writes it down in a notebook. <laughs> Don't write notes about the heist that you're on. What if someone finds your notes? She you, rips you the pad out. She you rips the page it. out of her pad and then like eats it, like looking around. <laughs> you got to no. You got to write it in code. All right, write it in code. Hey, okay. uh, do you know thieves can't? I do not. Well, they can't. Try as they might, but uh, yes. All right. So if you if you did, you could use that code. You'll have to come up with your own code if you need. I uh, I know a little bit of thieves can't. I know um, that knock is this. <laughs> I know that darkness is this. And she cold closes her fist. And I know that silence is this. <laughs> that's more. That's more. Uh, that's more uh, posher poshman can't. But anyway. <laughs> I think we've got this. <laughs> we've got this system uh, down pat. Right at the moment, I'm uh, I'm still kind of s- scoping out the place. Uh, but uh, how long you've been here, Petrovic? Petrochor. Petrochor. And uh, sorry, is it? I mean, I guess I never really. It's not going to come up because I'm talking directly to you. But um, if if I were to talk about you later, mm-hmm. you know, would I say Petrochor? Mm-hmm. Really likes that drink that tastes like dirt. Petrifying oh, champ. Hmm. Oh yeah, I would say blank love Voking champ. What would I say? Petricor. <laughs> I'm Petricor. Right, what if I've already said I met Petricor, and I didn't want to say your name again because that sounds, you know, it's it's just it's tedious to repeat the same word all of the time. My so, name's I'm, tedious. No, <laughs> like when you, when you tell this story later, are you going to say I met the great Roger Rogesman and Roger Rogesman was, or are you going to say he was? Because I'm I'm a he, he him. Ah, uh, the realization dawns on their face. Uh, I'm I'm gender fluid, so you just say whatever you like. Whatever I like. He, her, they. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, that'll be useful when I tell the story later. Right now, it's not going to make much difference. Going to be talking directly to you. Um, so, uh, so we can talk about the heist after the heist. Yes. Well, no, no, oh. no, you can't. But you can talk about it uh, in code when you when you <laughs> in Hunt Huntsman's Cant. You can. <gasps> <laughs> you'll be able to talk about it. 
Oh, this is so thrilling, sir. Do you want me to come with you or shall I wait at the bar? Uh, what I want to know is how long you've been here and what have you noticed? Have you noticed anything interesting, useful, anything like uh, the patterns of the guards or the staff or uh, if they'd go on patrols, if there are people at that table who then like switch around every so often? I don't know how long you've been here. I, I have been here since this morning. Um, mm, it's a long time. Uh, what is the time? It, <laughs> is, like it is late afternoon at the moment. Uh, I have used the restaurant downstairs. It is just down that uh, spiral staircase over there. She points right. towards the spiral staircase. When you use the restaurant, mm-hmm. did you notice if they had like a cart that carries all of the uh, the tablecloths when they're dirty, that they replace them or something like that? It didn't come up, but I suppose there must be because just past ah. the spiral staircase, there's a room called laundry. So I assume it's all taken care of in-house. Oh, but you didn't notice if they have a cart. Oh, Petrodan. What's it? Cool. I know, exactly. Cool. So, so raw. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to try and notice the little detail. Um, I mean, there there is a spiral staircase, sir, so I don't know if it's more of a They might have a elevator or a lift or an elevator or something. Um, I didn't didn't see one of those. Uh, Anyway, the, the... the restaurant peeks out over the waterfall. It's it's one of the lower levels. Well, the lower level. Uh, so as you dine, the waterfall is very prominent. Don't eat. I had the table very close and I got splashed a lot. <laughs> what happened when you got splashed? Were you just left to dry off by yourself? or did Well, they... yeah, no, they, they did keep giving me napkins, but unfortunately... <laughs> The napkins immediately got wet as well because they're on the table. Well, I tried to explain it to them, but they just nodded and smiled and kept feeding me napkins. But then you are a water genasi, so suppose. I I think that's what they were getting at, but I don't know. I don't think they meant it in like a a bad racist way, but it still it didn't sit right with me. (laughs) No, (laughs) even the good racist ways don't really sit right, do they? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um. Okay. So, so they said you should have been fine with it because, uh, well, they didn't say, they just implied you should have been fine with it because you're a, you're a water jassy. But that yeah. wasn't... It wasn't, it wasn't uh, kosher. Yeah, why not, can I ask? What's, what's the problem? Well, just because I'm a water jassy doesn't mean I like to be wet all the time. Well, you're not wet all the time. I am, yes. But that's for me to say and not for them to assume. Mm, you really... I think. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I didn't... So this is the thing that you're sensitive about. Yeah, I mean, we all have our flaws and weaknesses. Mine just happens to be I don't like being sprinkled all the time. I I like to either be wet or I'd like to be not so wet. I don't like to be sprinkled. It's distracting. <laughs> it's like you being touched all the time. It's just not nice. Uh, yes, fair enough. I suppose it is quite distracting. They shouldn't. They should, I mean, to be fair, they shouldn't have tables so close to the waterfall that the, the, the guests are going to get splashed. You know, I didn't think about it. You're probably right. Strange. Well, in any case, I guess they just want to fit in as many people as they can. And they think uh, if they've got some uh, water genasi, they can just shove them there and it won't be a problem. Anyway, let's let's get back to the business at hand. Um, so uh, you, you had dinner there. Uh, have you been around the games area, the bar? You've been in the spa? I have taken a bit of a walk. Yes, I was going to say those double doors there just facing us. That's the door to the spa. Uh, they have a lovely uh, steam area and a jacuzzi area which was nice because i like i said i do like to get wet um they just to the room to the north there just by the the waterfall area that's where the tournament is being held ah. in, in there they're they're up they're down to the final eight of the tournament at the moment oh and 
the secure they in in that room they have the, the statuette on display i see on display yes there is a a, a cabinet a, gla- a glass cabinet with a, a hinged front and there is a security guard po- post there at all times he doesn't seem to move unless he's being uh, replaced by some another guard on shift mm. and how often does that happen well i guess you don't know uh, when when did that happen last do you know about lunchtime mm so it happened at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And how long ago was that? A few hours. Mm. And it's been the same guy since then, has it? Or the same person? Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, is, is uh, Toggle Pocket in that tournament? No, he's not competing himself. He's in the room. Uh, last time I saw him, he was walking through uh, that green door over there, just to the south of the bar. Ah, I see. The office is... Hmm. Do you know what's through those doors? I'm not an expert, but I suspect that's the employee area. Uh, as you're yeah. looking in that direction, you hear uh, and the doors open and out steps a very garishly dressed uh, gnome with red pantaloons, red hosiery, uh, fancy red doublet will open, revealing a chest full of hair and several gold medallions. He's also wearing his uh, a, a, a Van Dyke beard, a very pointy chin beard with a, a very long handlebar moustache. The one hand is just automatically twiddling. Uh, on his head, he wears a, a golden crown that has uh, fake horn, gold horns upon them to give himself even more of a tiefling look. He, he has painted his face red uh, to look tiefling-esque uh the only giveaway that he's not would be a smattering of freckles uh upon his cheeks uh and he just walks out and you see him go welcome my friends it is me quentin puddle bucket <laughs> and uh you the, the, he's just talking to the room at large the the rest of the the crowd like raise hey Quentin, hey, thank you i hope we're all having fun don't forget to check in at the uh the tournament the invitational is going on right now. Who will win? Nobody knows. But it's a it's a good thing to bet on. <laughs> win, win, win. <laughs> uh, he walks right past your table. I uh, well, firstly, when he starts, when he first comes out, I would have leant forward to Patronus or Petricor. I say Patronus. I when Verity Kai told me about uh, about this person had wronged her she neglected to mention he was so handsome um i'm not being sarcastic at all no hint of irony okay um does that does that complicate things or no i'm a professional it it shan't but uh well but uh in any case um as he walks past i would like to um as discreetly as i can uh, give him a like a proper look to see if i notice anything like hanging off his belt or anything useful that okay. he's a person or anything uh, like that. Roll me a perception check then, please. Okay. <laughs> Natural one. Shame you have no uh, okay. no more inspiration. Uh, yeah. His raw charisma and <laughs> just downright handsomeness has completely distracted you. Um, <laughs> As I'm looking at him, my tongue is lolling out and like my eyes, <laughs> my eyes briefly yeah he briefly glanced down at the rest of his attire and aside from the fact you noticed all of his pockets seem to have these uh fancily stitched toggles upon them 
uh, <laughs> you you notice no uh, information that you don't already know. You say to Patronus, I'd like to toggle his pockets. No, but start stamping on the floor, but not quite like <laughs> a cartoon dog. Um, you say it loud enough that Quentin Togglepocket looks over at you and gives you a wink as he walks past. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I, I love that moustache. Just more to hold on to. But, uh, yeah. You see him reach into one of his pockets and he flicks you a, another free drinks token. <laughs> Enjoy! I will. I <laughs> take it. <laughs> uh, the bartender puts down your... Uh, which which drink did you order? Oh, you remind me of the babe. Yeah. Uh, I have another uh, bartender. I have another one of those dirt drinks that um, Patron Petro Petro face is drinking. Sorry, here you go. I'm giving the coin. I'm, all the while, I'm looking at uh, Quentin Toggle Pockets. Petrocor leans forward and says, "Thank you for not using my real name. I don't want to get in trouble if they found out if this all goes south." No, not at all. Most uh, some people get really annoyed when people's real names are not used, but uh, I think in this circumstance, it's uh, it's perfectly appropriate. Absolutely, Hosher Posherman. Don't use my. Oh wait, that's not my real name. Is, is that one I mean, name is. or is that is that two names? Uh, it's it's a first name and a last name. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were like Mister Posher Posherman. No, it's just to give people the sense that I'm a posh man. Right? It's, you have a name. You have a name. The name says a lot about you. See, and, uh, especially in fiction, it can absolutely. really, uh, it can really like characterize you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And it's a really discreet uh, way of doing it. People don't even realize it's happening. They just get a quick, a quick uh, understanding of what sort of person you're supposed to be, and uh, they kind of stick with that without questioning it at all. You see, and that's why I appeared to be so like posh and well-to-do this entire exchange that we've had because i've been going by posher poshman you see absolutely yeah. um also uh one of the other things that has happened while before you arrived uh oh. i went to the circus all right and five stars highly recommended wow okay what a thrill ride from start to finish oh the circus here yeah oh yeah no not in general oh. uh, as i was like what is god this person but yeah that that is good so it's a good show Right. Anything else that's useful to know? Like, uh, do any of the any of the performers look disgruntled? Do uh, any of them? Is is there like a staging area? Uh, you know, is what's the security like there? Are there any doors that lead to different areas in the circus that you've seen people coming in and out of? You know, stuff like that. No. Yes. 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 Got it. <laughs> and uh, so. What was coming in and out of the doors? Was it the uh, was it some animals? There were some animals. Uh, there were some acrobats. Oh, there was even some clowns. Oh, sir, I laughed so hard, I uh, I cried. Uh, that's lovely. And were th- were there any um, like containers that were getting moved in and out that might fit uh, a person of my stature? Um, th- there was uh, a clown cart at one one of the acts. Mm. They 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 drove it into the arena, uh, and then like it, it looked only big enough for two people, but the door opened up and seven clowns poured out. I mean, how could they fit in, sir? I mean, I could. I'm a genasi. I could I could squeeze, but these were just tieflings. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, you are familiar with um, like a pocket dimension. Oh, oh, that that kind of ruins it for me now. Yeah. 
Well, well, sorry, but uh, you know, if you're going to do a do a iced hay, that's a bit of thieves' camp for you. I, uh, you're going to you're going to need to know all the tricks. You you got to look behind the curtain, unfortunately. No, well, I won't be able to look at a circus the same way again. Well, yeah, yeah, uh, they're animals, you say? Uh, yes, yes. Um, Treated well. They they seem to be okay. I mean, sure, they love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's wrong with the animals? Never mind, Petra. They don't, they don't mistreat the animals, do they? Well, I doubt they're treating them well. <laughs> you think they've got contracts, sporowunks? Like, what do you think they've got? Life, uh, a retirement plan for like an, an elephant with a lifetime supply of peanuts when it retires? Oh, Get well, real, was... Petronis. Oh, I feel so foolish. Um, <laughs> thank Any... you for pointing out my foolishness, sir. That was I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think I think we better do something significant so that we can end on a cliffhanger this week. Um, let's let's uh, let uh, yeah. Oh, I I just need to keep looking around. I think I don't know. You, you've given me some some useful in, information, but um, I, I'm going to go and look at that tournament. Okay. Um, I will I will wait here for you, sir. And then perhaps I'll see something. And uh, I, but I won't know what i see immediately and i'll have to find out next time which will be in like a second later for me because i suspect sir that if you find out immediately by by a second later you will have forgotten it and it'll have to be told again yes exactly exactly um right you you stay here and in and 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 petro petrus you must dial down your enthusiasm for being here you're not i mean you know put it on for show of course but you're not here to enjoy yourself. Oh, you're well. here. Well, yes, enjoy, enjoy, certainly. But you must be, at, you must have your eyes and ears open at all times, trying to notice things. Because what if I go into that tournament area and then I pop out of that doorway and then I do the, and you haven't cast darkness. Oh, no, I, I, I will obviously keep my eye on you now, sir, that I've seen you. Well, yes, but not just me, but also keep your eyes and ears peeled for everything. You might notice something useful. Okay, okay. Yes, this, if you're going to sit here and drink all day, you might as well put yourself you, to this. Do you mean like the, the, the pass cards that the all employees carry to get them past the security doors? Yes, exactly. If you see any, any time when uh, perhaps one employee goes off into one place on their own, that would be really useful for me to know, for example. Oh, okay. Um, I believe um, the attendant in the spa area is on her own virtually all the time, unless there's a customer in there. Mm. Oh, that is good to know. You have been paying attention. Well, I told you I went in there earlier. It was wonderful. Well, in that case... It was like I was born without bones, I tell you. <laughs> what is my statuette's name? Oh, hang on. Right. Let me... Oh. I've got my character sheet. What did you... Uh... Oh, no, I haven't. I've just written Clay Statuette. What's his name? Fragu. Fragu. Nope. All right. Uh, I will say, right, well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go and check out that spa now. Bear with me. And uh, uh, you keep your eyes peeled for anything else that might be useful. And also, if I suddenly pop out and give you one of those signals. Got it? She uh, taps the side of her nose. I can't remember what that's a signal for. What did we, what did we say? Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yes. Ah. Yes. I get you. Yes. Good. Well remembered. That's another another one from Thieves Camp, and I I take off towards the spa. 
uh, when again the spa is is there a lot of people in there or uh you push open the door to the spa inside you see a lone attendant tiefling she looks over at you and she says here we go uh the air sorry she doesn't say anything yet she did i described the area the air in here is warmer and more humid than in the casino proper and bears a sulfurous fragrance a tiefling seated behind a desk gives you a warm smile chintz curtains are drawn behind her dear souls said the tiefling care to enjoy a massage relax in our sauna or take a warm bath um i take a long sniff and i said mm, it wasn't me but uh yes uh okay well i i don't really know how it works here uh, would it be possible to give me a bit of a tour of the, the spa area first before i decide what to do i of course sir uh, she stands up and she uh, pushes back the curtain behind her to reveal a set of um, bathtubs, uh, all with individual folding screens for privacy. Uh, these are, uh, are wonderful spas and massage tables. And just down south here in this completely separate area, she um, pushes I, open. I start making uh, notes in front of her, <laughs> trying to do this discreetly. If... Uh, the... the... The air is very humid and it makes the paper you're writing on a bit, a little bit damp, but you, you persevere. Mm. And uh, I ask, is anyone, are any of those baths currently occupied? Uh, no, sir. Everyone is either watching the tournament or uh, spending their money at the, the slots. And what about in this area to the south? She pushes the door open. Uh, this room contains four steaming pools of water. Uh, the sign on the door says Stygian Bath. This is also completely empty. Oh, all right. Then uh, if she walks in there, uh, I will walk in with her, um, stand in front of the door and show her my statuette and say, Pragu, Pragu. And then um, perhaps we should stop there. What do you think? I think that's a good stopping point. But I am excited to see what happens next. <laughs> Yeah, nice. All right, thank you very much. A clay uh, golem in a in a humid area. What can go wrong? <laughs> nice. Uh, do you want me to send the send you the notes that I've already written, or do you trust me to? Like, I I trust you. I have my own notes as well as what is actually in the book. Yeah, um, in my notes uh, the, that I'm going to put in uh, when I started making notes, I was writing things down to feed to prag you. Oh, I see. Oh, those slips. Yes, please, if you could. Yeah, I'll do that in a second. No um, worries. After, after, you know, we'll get rid of for all this after the podcast because it's just minutiae and not that interesting. Yeah, and I feel a bit bad about how we uh, keep not answering these listener questions. So let's actually answer that one from earlier. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It says, uh, so Meredith asks, which bothered you more? Someone misspelling your name or someone calling you the wrong name entirely? What about you? I would have to say uh, my pet peeve, because my name is Elliot, as people who listen to the very beginning of the podcast are aware. But unfortunately for me, uh, my name is spelled E-L-L-I-O-T, one T. Traditionally, Elliot is spelled with two Ts. So forever on my birthday cards and Christmas cards and et cetera, even from family members, my name is spelled incorrectly, which uh, does uh, grind my gears. So mm. I would have to say misspelling of the name. Worst spelling I've ever had. Um, I can't even remember where it was from. I ordered something online and it, I received it and my name had been spelled E-L-A-H-U-T. So Ella Hut. Ella Hut, yeah. Ella Hut, yeah. Nice. 
Um, yeah, so same for me, really, because like, I'm an Anthony, but I'm Anthony without a without a H, and everyone spells it with one. And uh, even like they will ask me my name, and I will spell it for them. And like if you know when it's, you go to the hospital or you go to sign up for something, and they'll still spell it with the H anyway. It's like, uh, why did you even ask? When so, you're going to the premiere of Mister Nanny. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I say I'm Anthony, and they say uh, Anthony with a H, and I say no. I say, well, we've only got an Anthony with a H on here. Oh. Bruce, yes, Anthony Bruce with a H, and I said, what B H R U C E, and they're like, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, ruined my life. No, but also, uh, I imagine it would be quite annoying to for someone to get my name entirely wrong. But that isn't something that comes up a tremendous amount, even though it's happened uh, a couple of times in the last week uh, from someone uh, who shall remain nameless because I can't quite remember their name any, anyway. So Ellie Hat, whoever that may like have that? been, <laughs> Probably Ella Hat or Ella Hat. Yeah, Ella Hat must have done it. I think it's Ella Hat. Yeah. All right. Um, well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Thank you very much for playing, Tony. Ah, thank you for running, Ellie Hat. Ella Hat. I Tony with a H. <laughs> T-H-O-N. That's exactly right. The T-H-O-N-H-Y. Yeah. Uh, uh, and we, we will see. I say see. We will be heard by you next week. Mm, absolutely. Anything to say to the listeners before we go, Tony? Uh, yeah. Uh, to the uh, to the rogue strolls, <laughs> uh, stay, uh, stay salty. <laughs> Bye. Bye.